When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The uh, the borough of Staten Island, the president of the borough of Staten Island, is a guy I really like. And I don't say I really like you if I don't. I'm just not like that. I don't care. And I don't care if you like me either. It don't mean nothing to me. I'm, I'm going to be here for a long time, and I'm the best in the city, and get used to it. Uh, but Vito is great at what he does. He's great. He cares about Staten Island. He cares about New York. He's a real New Yorker, and he's got a set of balls which are a lot bigger than the baseballs the Ferry Hawks use. This guy's going after Eric Adams. He's going after the city because he realizes that the Constitution is important. And in our Constitution, folks, if you're not a citizen, you shouldn't be voting. Okay? Residency is one thing. Voting is another. So here he is, a guy that I really like and Staten Island is lucky to have, Vito Fosella. Vito, good morning, handsome. How are you? Uh, thank you. It was very kind of you to say. Sir. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And- Perspective, happy 4th of July to everybody living in the greatest country in the world. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. And it, it still is the greatest country. You know, I had uh, Patrick McEnroe on from Wimbledon a couple of days ago. And I'm very tight with Tiny Mac and his brother John. But, you know, he's a liberal and he's always complaining and Roe versus Wade and all these things are going on and Democrats are angry. And uh, some of them even go as far as saying, even the lead singer of Green Day, that the country is no good anymore. Um, listen, I've got a lot of issues with this administration, and I'm unhappy about a lot of things, but it's still far and away the greatest country in the world. But you'd be surprised, Vito, how many people don't feel that way anymore. Uh, I'm not surprised, uh, but I think some of them should just appreciate, A, what they have here, and if they don't like it, they can always go somewhere else. Um, you know, we have this concept that we're, we're perfect, we're not, we're imperfect, we're conceived to be a more perfect union, right? That's the, what we try to strive through and work together. And just to throw your arms up and curse at the country that gave you every opportunity imaginable is just uh, beyond me sometimes. And these guys are living large, uh, God bless them, making a lot of money, God bless them. And then they turn around and condemn the country that gave them those, those very opportunities. So I don't get it. That's well said. I don't get it either. Um, and, and by the way, Billy Joe there with Green Day, I'm sure will take mm-hmm. the first opportunity to perform at Giant Stadium next chance he gets it. But uh, let's talk about this uh, this New York City Council bill letting non-citizens vote. Uh, Got to give you credit. John Tobacco, your friend on Staten Island, said, how about Vito? We had the guts to stand up and start this lawsuit and um, against the city. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, voting non-citizens just doesn't work. It, that's The Constitution says exactly the opposite. So tell us about how that thing is going. Yeah, and first off, John, John is uh, tobacco is a dear friend, and uh, you want a guy like John in the foxhole with you because as things get out of control, as the city's been out of control for the last couple of years, unfortunately just last night, I should say two days ago, uh, a young woman from Staten Island was shot in the head and killed in the Upper East Side of Manhattan. So it's the randomness. In the oh, she, she was she was from she was from your borough. I didn't know that. But listen, I, I wouldn't include that because that was clearly an act of passion. That's the, the baby's father. And he was going to kill her no matter what. Let's be honest. So I wouldn't include that. But you're right. Overall, it's been a mess. Yeah. And, and those are the issues that are most important with respect to the lawsuit. If you recall, and people may not have followed at all, uh, at the end of December uh, 2021, the New York City Council actually passed overwhelmingly 
a bill to allow non-citizens the right to vote in local elections. And it became law. It wasn't vetoed. It wasn't signed, but it just became law automatically. And what was our recourse? On behalf of the citizens of this borough, city, and state, uh, we had to sue. And we sued uh, basically saying that the Constitution was unambiguous. It said only citizens can vote. And therefore, if you allow non-citizens the right to vote, and by the way, they predict there's about 800,000 to a million, which if it's a million, that's twice the size of the population of Staten Island. Wow. So you talk about diluting the vote of ordinary citizens. And we sued, uh, formed a nice team of, of other elected who felt the same way. And earlier this week, uh, it was a re- resounding, frankly, uh, verdict where we struck down as not only unconstitutional, but violated state law in, in two instances. So whether the city appeals or not, I don't know. We're, we're ready for that. But let's just get back to some type of sanity and say that when something like this says only citizens can vote, we need to follow that law. Of course. I mean, come on. Again, Constitution. So who's this Yudanis uh, Rodriguez? Uh, Vito, who's that? Well, he's currently the DOT commissioner, a very, very nice man. Uh does a good job. We work together now, but at the time he was in the city council, and currently he's a DOT commissioner, but we get along very well. We disagree on this issue, obviously. Uh, and my, my concern, Sid, is this is so in plain English, right? You can't vote. You know, they were using the arguments, well, it doesn't say non-citizens can't vote, right, explicitly. And I said, yeah, but it doesn't say dogs can't vote either, or horses, <laughs> or, or bicycles. Right. And so if you, you carry that argument to its logical extension, anything and everything can vote. And you know, we're coming on the eve of the 4th of July. 246 years ago, this country was conceived as an experiment to give people the sovereign. The U.S. Constitution says it. The New York State Constitution says it. The people, the citizens, are the sovereign. And if you just throw that out— We'll put it in the drawer when it's only convenient for you. Then what do we have? And we need to get back to basics of you know, truly what this country is all about. To go full circle, those who want to condemn it, they have the right to say it. And it's the veterans who gave their lives over the last 246 years who died to preserve those freedoms who deserve the credit this weekend. Vito Postella, the Staten Island Borough President. Uh, if you didn't know him before, I'm sure you're impressed. Uh, he's great. Vito, uh, one of the reasons why I think you won uh, when you did was you got a ringing, and I mean ringing endorsement, not just from my dear friend Rudy Giuliani, but from President Trump. And I'm not sure if you were listening earlier, but it's a little a little anecdotal, but not really. Uh, lots of discussions lately where people say to me, Sid, I got to tell you, I love Trump, but I'm done. I'm done with January 6th and this and that. And given the opportunity, give me Ron DeSantis because he's got the same policies he, you know, he basically is perfect when it comes to that, and he does not shoot himself in the foot like Trump did, and Trump did it often, self-afflicted gun wounds. What do you think about folks who say that? Well, uh, first off, I, I was grateful to President Trump for supporting me last year, and I remain grateful uh, to President Trump for his support. He stood by me, and, and I will stand by him. That's why I believe. Uh, you know, if, if you look at it through the president's eyes, uh, back to November of 2016, There was a united effort at all levels, inside government, outside government, to destroy his presidency. And yet through all that, he survived, did some great things for this country, the results that matter. And elections are choices between two people. It's not this perfect or this ideal. It's between two people and a set of policies, in my opinion. 
Now, if you want to look back objectively and dispassionately, what would we rather have at this point? A President Trump's presidency of low inflation, lower taxes, lower rates, and a strong economy, uh, or one that we're currently living in now? Yeah, so, but that's not the that's choice. The that's too easy. That's not the choice. The choice is can, you can have all that with DeSantis because they've got the same right. policies, but he's not going to tweet about somebody else's wife. And, and by the way, I would still vote for Trump today. I still would because right. my argument is I know Trump can do it. I've seen it. DeSantis, this is all on potential. You know what potential means? You haven't done it yet. But but I'm also not going to argue Trump hurt himself time and time again. So forget about Biden. Trump versus DeSantis, you have to admit DeSantis does become an attractive choice. Uh, no, no question. Uh, but, you know, our, our world is a, not a hypothetical world. We, we don't know if we're going to be able to make that choice. I think in this case, I would support you know, President Trump. And I actually like what Ron DeSantis has done a lot for the state of Florida. Once again, he stood up to the crazies uh, when he was just trying to open up his state. And everything he does is condemned, it seems. Everything he's, he does. So I give him a lot of credit. I don't know what's going to happen. I, don't, I think we should give, frankly, the respect to the president to make up his own mind. And if he decides to do it, I'll be there for him. I agree. Let's move to the governor race. This is the Staten Island Borough President Vito Pacella. About three more minutes. Lee Zeldin gets the win. I endorsed Lee pretty enthusiastically for a long time. And then, um, to be completely honest, I became buddies with Andrew Giuliani, and I jumped off the Lee Zeldin bandwagon just about the time he won. Shows you how stupid I am. But uh, he did win, and he won convincingly, soundingly, over both Giuliani and Astorino. Uh, how about his chances against this this louse Kathy Hochul come November? I think, well, first off, we had four good choices, right, in the Republican. Andrews was a dynamite candidate. He spent a lot of time on Staten Island. He actually won Staten Island in the city. And I think in large part, people appreciated what his father did. But Andrew stood on his own, too. And then you had Rob uh, ran a nice campaign, and, and Harry t- tried. Uh, so there were good choices, and I always give credit to people who throw their hat in the arena because it's easy to say, oh, those guys are a bunch of bums or whatever, but I give them all credit. Now, in terms of coming November, I think that the issues that people care about, getting back to safety, crime, whether Long Island or upstate, uh, the economy, getting people jobs, getting them to and from work safely and securely, and just having the sense that the city and state are not out of control, like passing things like non-citizen, non-citizens can vote, then Lee has a chance. You know, I remember, like you do, Sid, when nobody thought George Pataki could win in 1994. That's right. And it came, came on strong, and it became a nice you know, almost dozen years of, of prosperity and security for the state. And if Lee taps into that, you know, geographically, from an issues point of view, in Suffolk County, if I'm not mistaken, he got more votes than all the Democrats combined in the Democratic primary. So there is a, a growing uh, belief that the state needs to head in a better direction. And if Lee can do that, I think he can win. Last question for you. You know, I, I go upstate quite a bit. I, I moved from Manhattan. I just couldn't take it here anymore. Uh, to Queens. I love where I live now, by the way, Vito. I love it. But I go up to my mom. She's up by uh, Monticello, you know. And, um, well. <laughs> yeah, no, you do know it well. So every now and then in the past, at least, when it was really rough, you know, getting back through Jersey, whatever, uh, not through Jersey, the Palisades. So we, once in a while, we, we would come through Jersey, Staten Island. But I have to tell you, for as long as I can remember, and if God is good to me, I'll be 56 in April. There's never been a day, a time, and ever, where the Staten Island Expressway 
was was okay to travel. Is that ever going to change? Ever? <laughs> uh, it could, right? So, uh, for, and I agree with you. I had a colleague when I was in Congress. He he grew up in Long Island, moved to Florida, and he pulled me aside one day. He said, "Vito, I would drive up the entire eastern seaboard without hitting traffic until I hit Staten Island." <laughs> so what are we doing? That's true. And you know, the reality is that we are a car centric county. We have inadequate mass transportation. We don't have a subway. All that. For example, there is a, and those who sit on the Staten Island Expressway on a daily basis know this, you have an HOV lane that only goes about 70% of the way, and then you have to merge oh. into the uh, four lanes into three right. and just c- creates chaos. Uh, in fairness, Lee Zeldin was out with us a few weeks ago and said if he was elected governor, he would complete that lane. So there, is, there are solutions to that problem, and there's a, a reluctance to, to do so. This would, it's a no-brainer. Uh, in, ex- in addition to that, by the way, we need a new outer bridge crossing. Uh, they did a good job on replacing the Gothels. The outer bridge crossing uh, should be replaced as well. So there are solutions, uh, but there's a reluctance. You know, we get more bike lanes, but not more car lanes. And we hmm. need more car lanes and less bike lanes. Agreed. Hey, listen, man, I, I think you're great. I really do. Uh, you're great uh, as the borough president. You're great on the air. And we love having you on. So have a happy 4th of July. Congratulations on the non-citizen deal. Uh, you're 100% right. They should not be voting. And keep up the good work, Vito Pacelli. You've done an amazing job. Well, i like to thank the people of Staten Island for giving me the opportunity. And please convey our best to Bernie. Thank you got you very it, much, All right, Vito. You too. There he is, the great Vito Pacelli, right here on Bernie and Sid.